We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! I lost it. It went away. I lost it. I wasn't prepared. I was listening to MC Lars before we came up. I know. You didn't get your good, strong breath of air. I did not because I was listening to you. Uh, you asked me what crunk was. Right. Well, I, I knew what the crunk rap was. Right. I didn't know what crunk meant as in a verb. Right, right. Well, I mean, and and it's, and so I had to play you uh, generic crunk rap by MC Lars. Yeah. Uh, who I just found out is going to be in Rochester on like May 7th with like MC Frontalot and Mega Ran. And I'm just like, I don't have we, money to go. And we got the kid. That's, or no, that, that's during no, the week, that's, isn't that's it? That's during the week. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I I am, I if anybody wants to take me to go see MC Lars and Mega Ran and, and MC Frontalot, I, I'm down. I'm just saying. Just saying is all he's saying. Because I, you know, uh, you know, MC uh, uh, Megaran, he uh, he hosts a wrestling podcast. Oh. Yeah. It's all tied together somehow. It, it is, yeah. No, I, 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 uh, he released this, uh, an EP of, uh, he did, like, rap versions of wrestling theme songs. Oh my gosh, that's right up your alley. And it's actually really good. It's called Matt Mania. It came out in one of the, uh, like, uh, pro wrestling crates or something like that. So, yeah. Speaking of wrestling, I'm wearing my Macho Man shirt today. You are. I am rocking it. You are. You're showing it off in all the pictures on Instagram and everything. I thought I elbowed my Pepsi off the table. It was my phone. And <laughs> you it didn't go. Al- you thought you are Allison yourself. I-, I thought I did, yes. Allison, my sister, is notorious for when you have, like, in high school, I drank iced tea specifically because she does this. She just walks up to you and she'll, like, pick up and throw or just knock off the table your drink. <laughs> So it goes flat, but you're like, yeah, that's all I have to drink. So I'm gonna drink flat soda. She's done that to me a couple of times. Yeah, so. yeah, she's she's good at it. Yeah, you posted some pictures in the I Macho did. Man. T- you you got the uh, with the yellow sauce balloon and all that. I Hashtag know. Sauce month. I didn't post that didn't one post picture. Yeah. Hashtag Sauce Month balloon. It's almost deflated. It's. I mean, there's. There's still air. It's like a squishy ball, kind of. We, we've had this thing since, like, the beginning of August. <laughs> it's yeah. still got air in it. Unlike the balloons at the uh, homecoming last week. Which... Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. <laughs> I There were probably five left at the end of the show. Like, <sighs> some dude got really carried away. And you can't, we couldn't be mad at him. I mean, we put a bunch of balloons around yeah. some drunk people. Like you, you can't just be like, dude, stop. I know. Like, stop having fun. We're not here for that. Dude, don't pop the balloons. We got to clean this shit up afterward. <laughs> it, it didn't take long to clean up. There was no. like five of us cleaning up. Yeah, Ashton, Ashton and, and Cam. Cam. Yeah. Yeah. We don't leave that for Jen and Chuck anymore. No, we try not to anyway. Yeah. But they were our homecoming king and queen, and that was really sweet. It was. It was awesome. It was a good show. It was fun. Yeah. It was it was a good excuse to get dressed up all nice. It was you Yeah, know, we looked like the chaperones. Scott and I uh you know had suits on and yeah. <laughs> And uh I, Scott's friend Ellen, she got a dress with purple in it for the occasion. And I'm like I didn't mean for people to go buy like 
fancy dresses. You know, Scott just bought that suit. I know, I know, and they both looked so nice. And I just bought the tie and the, the pocket square that I had. And I put I, on a I, ratty old dress and some purple stockings with black stripes and... I, I learned how to tie, how to fold a pocket square. Uh-oh, I think I finally killed it. Uh, it's dead Uh-oh, now. I killed the sauce month balloon. There's, no, there's a little something in there. Here, take it away. <laughs> We're, we're going to need to make another one for next August, yeah. this coming August anyway, when uh, when it's Sauce Month Part 2. <laughs> Yellow Sauce's new album is going to be released uh, in August, as, yeah. from what I'm told. I, well, they uh, have to. That's when Sauce Month is. I will be on it because I am officially a member of Yellow Sauce. Yay! Which is not the surprise for May 4th. No. Nope. You guys, May 4th, stamping out MS and stamps. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's going to be a good show. I'm so excited. I am so excited for the lineup. I'm so excited ah. to just see all of the people that mean so much to me come together. And, and, and it's been you know. so long since we've gotten to see a lot of these bands. Like, I know, especially we, like Janie Crash. We what? We haven't seen Janie Crash in a long time. We haven't seen uh, Billy Draws 2 in a while. They, I they mean, I've seen them floating around, but I haven't seen them as a well, band. I mean, we, we've seen, yeah, we, we've seen them <coughs> as people. Rosie was on the show and gave you That's the flyer. That's right, when she uh, announced when, the concert. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, I haven't, I haven't seen, like, they haven't played a show in a while as Billy Draws 2. No. Uh, XM Priory, it's been quite a while. It's like, what, I, like five I months am, or something like that? I am really looking forward to seeing XM Priory. I know, I know. I'm really looking forward to seeing all the bands. Toy Box Brigade, Yellow Sauce, Poison and Prose, I haven't seen I yet. Haven't, I know, I I've haven't I've seen either. of Night and Light, but I haven't seen Poison and Prose, so I'm... I know, I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody that's playing yeah. and everybody that's going to be there. Actually, one of my high school best friends, Sarah, she lives in Nashville. Her, um, one of her sisters had a kid and is getting baptized or christened or whatever, like the day before. So she's going to be in town. So my best friend that lives in Nashville is going to be able to be there for this. And, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Sauce Balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> It's a tragic day. It, it is, but there will be more. There will. Uh, we, we should. What did we do last year? Like a hundred, like two hundred, or? Um, I think it was two seventy-two packs. Was that what it was? We I think did. So. We did gross. So next year we'll have to do like, uh, like two eighty-eight. We should just um, <laughs> get as many as can fit in a shipping box, and if we have some left over, we have some for the next yellow sauce event. Mark, I do realize that the uh, the show is on May 4th, Kentucky Derby Day. Mm, but, we'll have to have it on the TVs. But the horse races should be over by the time everything starts, <laughs> oh, I would yeah, think. Oh, yeah, that's a daytime thing. Right. The show I doesn't remember, start till 6. I remember being out one day on uh, on, on Kentucky Derby Day. I got I got stood up. What else is new? <laughs> and um, I was wandering around down on, uh, like, Elmwood and Delaware and all that area there. Like, you know, oh, did the horse win? Like, nope, the horse didn't win. Great. Okay, cool. <laughs> or no, you know what? I think it might have been the day the horse did win. That was, like, everybody needed them. Like, it was the first one to win, like, all three, the Triple Crown or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know I don't know nothing that. about horse racing. All I know is hockey playoffs are still on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that I'm missing the first, like, hour of the, uh, <laughs> of one of these Game 7s, the Canes and Caps. Yeah. Yeah. I oh man that game last night with the Sharks in Vegas that was incredible. Yeah, what happened? So Vegas was up three nothing with like ten minutes to go. Oh wow! And it's like okay, well you know this is done. This is like when people start leaving because it's obvious 
Yeah, they, somebody's gonna. This is done, yeah. and and they were in the they were in the Shark Tank. They were they were at the SAP Center in San Jose. Okay, so you know, like, okay, you got some fans might have left by this point because ten minutes left, they're down three nothing. Shit, this game's over. Yeah. So then uh, one of the uh, one of the Golden Knights runs over Joe Pavelski, who is like the heart and soul of the uh, San Jose Sharks. Injures him, gets a five-minute game, uh, you know, five-minute major. Oh wow! Which, if you don't know anything about hockey, if if the, if you're on a power play, a, a two-minute minor, if you're on a power play and you score a goal, penalty's over. If you're on a ma- if it's a major penalty, a five-minute major, that's you can score as many times as you'd like. Oh, okay. And the Sharks <clears throat> on this five-minute major that followed after the after Joel Pavelski got injured. They scored four times. So now it's 4-3 San Jose. Shit. Then Vegas scores. Guess what? We're going to overtime in this game seven. And San Jose finally took it in with like five minutes left in the first overtime. So, yeah, that was a that was a crazy, crazy end to that game. Yeah. Unbelievable. So I and I did some research and that is only uh, that ties an NHL record. And it's only the fourth or the third time it's ever happened. Where a team scored four goals on a major power play. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Wow. How about that? The, the Sharks earned that one. That's and cool. I, I think a lot of it was, you know, like Pavelski got ran over and they're like, oh, fuck yeah. you. You know, like, <laughs> and they're just like, we're okay. Yeah, no, you're going to pay for that one, mm-hmm. you know, and they paid with their season. They're gone. Damn. See you, Vegas. Had a nice run last year. The Sharks are maybe. It's. Did I ever tell you about how uh, how I got traded to the San Jose Sharks? No. <laughs> so I used to be on uh, a wrestling, uh, you know, forum back in the day, back when you know message boards were uh, were a thing. Oh wow, you're old. Yeah, uh, and uh, so I'm on this uh, message board, and that's how I met all the uh, board wrestling fan people. And uh, I'm told Laura was there too. <laughs> oh, we're getting tweets from Maven fan this time instead. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so, uh, we're on this message board and, uh, we're talking, we're watching wrestling and, uh, somebody, Christian Erhoff got traded to the San Jose Sharks and, uh, this, or got traded from the Sharks. I don't know, something like that. Somehow Wikipedia gets updated to say that, uh, my little group of friends from the message board, uh, got traded to the San Jose Sharks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, this was, uh, yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a milestone. So very briefly, I was on Wikipedia for uh, as a member of the San Jose Sharks. Wow. My old band for the longest time was on the Pinky and the Brain <laughs> Wikipedia page. Like, oh, there's a heavy metal band in, in Niagara Falls, New York called <laughs> Think So Brain. Really? That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I put that in there, and they didn't You're take cute. it. They didn't take it off for a long time. That's really funny. Which is funny because when I because like I made all the Wikipedia pages for all the Clear albums, and actually for Clear themselves, uh-huh. and like Wikipedia was like, you need to prove that this is relevant. <laughs> like, um, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. Here's your relevance. Like, <laughs> yeah, Club WWI. That was it way back in the day. I won some WrestleMania tickets once. Oh. And then I sold them and got better tickets. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell anybody that story for a long time because it's like, man, I feel bad that I won these when I already had tickets. <laughs> Speaking of winning tickets. Oh, yes, yes. I just happened to remember that this show this week and last week is being brought to you by the Glam Vamps Do Hollywood. And that's going to be Saturday night at Milky's on the 27th. And it starts at 8, I believe it was. We'll find out. We'll look it up. We're going to yeah. pull up Think So Joe Um now. Tickets are $5, but we will be giving away a pair of tickets around 7 o'clock. Yep. We will be. And uh, you have a little bit of time left to enter to win. Go to the Think So Joe Facebook page. We got 42 votes 42 on this votes. so far. It's it's 36 to 6. Yeah. So if you want the tickets, I would recommend going and voting for yes right now. For, yeah. <laughs> uh, the question is, do you think burlesque is sexy and classy or trashy and smut? So uh, vote for sexy and classy, yeah. not yes, because yes is not an option. Yes is not Yet, an option. Yes is the band that's saying owner of a lonely heart. But we're talking burlesque, so there's no lonely hearts here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed John Anderson from Yes once. You did not. I did. Where? I on the show that used to occupy this time slot. No shit. I did. I, we interviewed this, and and you know what we were just talking about before we came on the air. We were talking about MC Lars, and I was mm-hmm. telling you how I got MC Lars on that show. Right. By like. I found out that he was in Buffalo after he left Buffalo. Like, I had tweeted him, like, dude, you need to come to Buffalo. He's like, dude, I literally just left Buffalo. (laughs) The night of that MC Lars show was also the night of the John Anderson show. Oh. So, yeah, it was... It was like, oh, man. And and I liked liked John Anderson as an interview. He was great. He... uh, him and his wife are uh, fellow 49ers fans, wow. so I'm I'm cool with John Anderson. Uh, MC Lars did a, a freestyle rap. Really? When he was the guest, yeah. That's pretty cool. What, what's, what's the guest we're going to have today going to do? Is he going to rap? Um, maybe you guys can go back and forth with some Metallica lyrics. <laughs> we're going to be talking to one of my old friends from back in the NCCC days. Ooh. Um, back in the F building. This was like back when I met Nick Lacido. This was... You know, God, 2003 is about when I met Matt. Place your bets right now. Do I know this guy? Right. <laughs> he, he's, he was younger than than me, though, like only by a year. But I was 19 and he was 18. So it was a big deal. And I'll tell you why it was a big deal. Because we dated. And we were at Christmas dinner with with his mother and she was drinking wine and his mother is a wonderful lady and this was so out of character and so adorable she she leaned over and asked me oh how old are you i was like oh i'm 19 and she leans over to matt oh an older lady huh (laughs) and i'm just like what am i getting myself into Well, it's it's funny because whenever you bring up N Triple C, it's it, it always ends up being that the person at least knows me. If I don't know, right? Them. Like uh, Mikey from the Abruptors. True. We he was our Uber driver one day. Yeah, and he was like, "Man, I remember you." I'm like, "You do?" Yeah. <laughs> I like, I used to jam with Mikey, and he's like, "Yeah, you were the guy that was, uh, you know, me and you and some other guy were on a game show, and this dude actually gave us money in college." I'm like, <laughs> "Holy shit!" 
I was, I remember that, yes. And then I, it took me a while, and I remembered the dude's name that hosted that game show, and I added him as a friend on Facebook. Oh, it's yeah? Like, it's like, oh, hey, you know, I, I remember this guy. Okay, let me find <laughs> him. I'm, I'm friends with him now. <laughs> I uh, I actually sang in sync on the air with that guy one time. Oh, what song? <laughs> uh, bye bye bye. Oh, I know all the dances. <laughs> yeah, I I used to know all the words. <laughs> well, we could have we could have done a little ditty. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. So yeah, we're gonna be talking to my old friend slash ex boyfriend later with some of his. <laughs> with some of his bandmates. Um, they just released a single, and they have a pretty fun show coming up this weekend. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and <laughs> catch up and see what's going on with everybody. And, um, you know, it's what else we got? What else are we playing today? Oh, we're playing some good stuff today. We're playing, we're, some, we're playing some different stuff. We're playing stuff we don't normally play, and we're playing the Dreadnecks. Oh, oh, you gotta. <laughs> Uh, we're playing bands that are playing uh, in the next uh, week or so. Uh, Burial Harbor we're playing. Okay. That's, uh, we, that's like a, a horror movie name, you know? It that's, is. It, uh, well, they have a split EP with uh, with our buddies in Archers. Oh, no shit. Uh, that's releasing this weekend. That's pretty cool. On uh, Friday, I do believe. Okay. Uh, that, that show's going to be in Albion. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, a little far for us to just... Uh, Waltz on over. <laughs> uh, I'm going to fuck up this band name. I'm telling you right now. Do you want now. me to try? You can try. Sertraline? I was thinking Sertraline. Sertraline? But, yeah. I don't know. If you guys are listening, give us a pronunciation guide, would uh, you? Yeah, they're, they're playing uh, with uh, Urn, Winter Nights, Sons of Ghidorah, and Goblin Hovel. I, I almost played Goblin Hovel. Yeah, you you and I, I you did them. play Gob- Goblin Hollow. I played a them for bit. you before we before we came on the air because I wanted to yeah hear Goblin Hovel. Yeah, good stuff. So that should be an interesting show. Of course, uh, we've got the Dreadnecks, which is I I clicked off of that a long time ago. So <laughs> uh, they're playing with uh, somebody somewhere. Someone somewhere. I think next Thursday. I will find out. Because we need a social media intern. I, I closed the I page. I will feed you. They're playing next uh, next Thursday uh, at Iron, Ironworks, yes. Okay. Uh, with Red Knot Chili Peppers. So what is Red Knot Chili Peppers? Is that a tribute band? I'm assuming uh, the Red Knot Chili Peppers play uh, pay tribute to the ultimate funk rock quartet. So yes, they okay. are a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band. This is absolutely something I would go to. Right? It's a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band with the Dreadnecks. <laughs> I'm okay with this. And, of course, we're playing Grizzly, uh, Grizzly Run. Yep. Easy for me the to say. The easy one to say. You uh, you can't get out. <laughs> those, are, those are the toughest ones when you're a voice person. Because it's like, <laughs> you focus so hard on, like, how do you, like, how do you, you know... How do you say this word? Like, how do you say sertraline? <laughs> sertraline, right. And then, like, oh, okay, this one will be easy. And then you just fuck it up because you're not thinking about it. Right? <laughs> right. And that, that seems to be uh, my biggest problem. <laughs> you hear me clicking all the time when yeah. I'm doing the voice? That's because I'm fucking up easy words Oh, like my that. gosh. It took me forever to realize what that was. I thought that you had a keyboard in there. And because, you know, like, I went to school... 
for a little while for recording. So I, I'm familiar with some recording software and some shortcuts and shit like that. So spacebar starts and, and stops. So I thought maybe you were editing and you were starting and stopping and like really furious about it, you know, because <laughs> it was such a loud start and stop. No, when I get mad, when I get frustrated <laughs> when I'm editing, you'll know. <laughs> I have definitely thrown things around because of like frustration. Yeah. When editing or recording or so, especially like before I moved into the booth, <clears throat> like I would get really frustrated and start throwing shit around and like I was I was almost to that point earlier when I was I was I I decided uh, earlier this week to uh, figure out how much money I'm spending on subscription stuff every month. Holy cow. And holy shit, right? And you saw my list. You saw my totals. It was like 300 and something dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck this. So we like, trimmed the edges around there a so little like, bit. I need to get rid of some shit here because uh, like, I need to lower costs. And I decided to lower costs because we're no longer doing board wrestling fan, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Maven fan, whoever you are today. Anyway. Um. But anyway, because we're no longer doing board wrestling fan, and if we do go back to it, it probably won't be in the same capacity it was before. We don't need a full-blown, like, server with, you know, ice cast and all that other shit on it to do a live broadcast. So I was like, you know what? I could save 20 bucks just by moving all of my websites to my, you know, to my Namecheap account. There you go. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was moving board wrestling fan today, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting frustrated because I can't figure out why. Uh, like, you know what? I was sleeping and I heard you cussing shit out. Yeah, I'm. Saying, I, your I did. You gotta I, be fucking shitting me. Yeah. I thought you I were was, yelling at the cats, but then no. I realized the cats were like on me. Yeah, I was getting <laughs> frustrated, and then I figured out it was just like one spot in the database where the name didn't change. And yeah. Like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that is like. It, Anybody who's ever coded anything can probably tell you that it's that one missed keystroke will fuck everything up. <laughs> That's why I never was- got into that. Like, I don't have, like, I have OCD, but I don't have the ether detail like that. And it would kill me. I would constantly be having anxiety because, like, I know that I missed something because I don't have, you know. So Maven fan, who mysteriously started tweeting just after Laura stopped... Says that they're not Laura. Well, who? Despite who the, pray tell. Despite the fact that we've probably got proof in all those files I just moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, I know that hockey playoffs have been consuming a lot of your time, and that's totally cool. Uh huh. But you did miss quite a bit of a pretty awesome show Saturday night uh, for 420 at Tudor. Um, you did catch Coffin Hook. Yeah. But you did miss some cool shit. You missed you missed Ishka Bibble. You missed um, uh, fuck. Oh, um, one foot from falling. I think they're from Syracuse. Yeah. Um. Um, oh, god damn. Soul Butchers. Yeah. Um, they were really good. And, um, I don't know. It was a really fun time. I, I showed up for, uh, for Coffin Hook. Yeah, you were there for Coffin Hook. So, you know, that was, 
So I, I show up for Coffin Hook, and as soon as I, like, before I'm even in the door, I've already been greeted by four people. <laughs> like, I can't go to Tudor without seeing a shit ton of people I know. Yeah. And and that is a regular occurrence. So I'm walking in the door, and I saw Scotty Harrington. I saw uh, I saw uh, Darth Dan. I, you know, of course, Ryan's working the door, and he's outside right. talking to Darth Dan. So, hey, you know, good to see you guys. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. I walk in the door, and I go, and I hang I'm standing with you. I saw Tyler from On the Cinder was in yep, there. Yep, and Sally Schaefer was there. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, I'm I'm standing there uh, with you, and I, I see a familiar face walk in the door. And I'm you like, did. holy shit, that's Nick Norton. Yes. And I'm I'm like, I think that's Nick Norton. I pull up my <laughs> phone. I'm looking at it like, yeah, that's Nick. And then I like, you know, tapped him on the shoulder, waved to him. He waved back and went and talked to him right after Coffin Hook was done. And he was like, looking at me funny. <laughs> like, it had been a while. You have no idea who I am, do you? He's, he's like, uh, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> so I told him, he's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it had been a long time since I've seen that man, and it was it was nice to see him. You know, we he were catching like up. like a really cool dude. We were catching up, and you're like, my box is packed. Let's go get food. Like, okay, cool. I needed a taco. Yeah. Well, you wanted gyms, and then you're like, oh, we could go to Mighty. Well, they were just as close as, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so we went to Mighty, and uh, you sold more cookies. I did. I sold. Oh, my gosh, you guys. You know how late at night on the weekends there's a security person in Mighty Taco? The security person's like, what's in the box? You got a pet snake or something? And I'm like, well, that's a that's a weird fucking question. Like, no, it's cookies. Like, that's any less weird, right? And he's like, oh, what do you got? So he starts digging through my box. And he's like, oh, you got peanut butter? He bought two peanut butter cookies. And that was like, that made my night. He's like, yeah, as soon as we walked in the door, I'm carrying this box. The security guard's staring at me. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, What's this, this weird motherfucker got in this box? This was a bad idea. <laughs> Especially because I don't like Chippewa to begin no, with. No, and it's full of, like, obviously 21, 22, 23-year-old drunkies. You know, Even and we're there, like, hopped up on Pepsi. <laughs> Even when I was like 24, 25, I didn't like Chippewa. Like it just isn't our scene really. No, but it was, you know, it's close enough. But to, now that Rec Room is there. It's close enough to two. Yeah, we're, so we're, your uh Grizzly Run is at Tudor this or at uh, Rec at Room. Rec this, Room, yeah. Uh, this this uh what Saturday, Friday? Um, I think it's Friday. It is Friday. Yeah. It, it literally says right there Friday. Friday, yeah. On the screen. Yeah. Oh, Nuclear Winter's playing with them. That's exciting. Yes, they are. Aw. <laughs> Aw. Vertigo Freeway. So this is how it ends in makeshift graves round up that uh, yeah. line up there. I have only seen Vertigo Freeway, and actually, I don't even think I've seen Nuclear Winter. I've just heard them. But uh, that should be a really good show. I'm excited. You, you've you seen video of Nuclear Winter with a, with the wrong singer. I have seen that. <laughs> I have. And it was um, some cover by some shit band. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Metallica cover. So uh, I, I'm being asked who's better, Van Venom or John Cena. And I, I, I've i got a Van Venom script in my fucking inbox right now. Yeah, so. it's a sensitive subject. <laughs> I was just complaining about that before we came on the air. Mark, what happened to that man's tush? Has he been shot? That, it looks like dirt. 
how do you get that kind of dirt in that kind of I, I think area? It's a, I think it's supposed to be a tattoo. Or, Maybe it's a, he's been shot with a paintball gun. It's a tattoo of a Bob Ross painting. It's a happy little tree. It is. It, it, it totally is. It's trees, right? And then like down here is the is the river, right? And the reflection of the trees. Um, no, that's a hairy man. You're all just pointing to a hairy man. I'm pointing at the little blob on his leg. I don't know what the hell it is. It's a Rorschach test. <laughs> but no, this this man does have like some hair. He's very hairy, yes. But, like, he's hairy in weird ways. Like, his calves are really hairy, but, like, it almost looks like he shaves his ass. Like, <laughs> I don't... But, like, not in the in in the crack there. That's pretty hairy. Like, he missed a spot. So that, that's something we could put on Patreon, right? Like... <laughs> they can see the photos. We'll, we'll send you the photos at the end of the show. <laughs> for, for, like, five bucks. Five <laughs> bucks a month, you get the photos at the end of the show. Like, this guy here, he's uh, pretty not hairy, except for he's his legs. He's not very hairy. And even his legs, it's not, um, it's it's not, not a, like a carpet. No, it's not like a super thick But hair. you know what is really bothering me is his socks. Yeah. Because they're ankle length, but they're, like, low ankle length. And they look really uncomfortable to me. Right. Um, that's just me. The socks ruin the butt. <laughs> yeah. Laura's arguing with herself on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, who are we going to play first? Oh, is it that time already? It is. It is that time already. Holy crap. All right. Uh, we're going to start off with Burial Harbor. Let me tell you a little bit about this show coming up. Uh, it's the Burial Harbor Archers Split EP release party. Uh, it is Friday at 8 p.m. at the Shamrock Shays. Where's... 56 North Main Street in Albion, New York. Oh. Uh, come celebrate the release of the Split EP with Burial Harbor and Archers. Beer, tunes, and it's going to be fun. Band lineup to be announced, even though it's two days away. Good job, mm. guys. <laughs> it, well, it literally has the Well, we know on. that Archers and Burial Harbor are going to be playing. Right. Um. So there's that. So we're going to play some Burial Harbor because, you know, we've never played them before, but we always play Archers because we love them. Their CD was in here for a little while because we had to, we played them on the day the power went out or the, the, oh, the internet, internet went, went out. out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is uh, Burial Harbor. Uh, this is song is called Gone is Forever by Burial Harbor on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Any second now? No, it helps push to play. I, I pushed play and then I, I didn't. Turn the volume up. So here it is. Okay. We're going to do it again. Burial Harbor, Gone <laughs> is Forever, all WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
Harbor on all WNY Think So Joe show. Yeah. That's, like, they, they, that's some sustain on that last note there. Yeah. It was dramatic. <laughs> I thought it was over. I'm like, no, I still got seven seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty fun. So they're playing an Albion. Yes. Yes. With Archers on yeah. uh, Friday, Friday night. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, does, is there a cover for that one? Does it say? Um, It doesn't say. Okay. There's pretty much no information. Like it still says yeah. bands to be announced, and the show's Friday. So, mm. well, I don't know. Go push your way in. <laughs> you know, what's what's Laura sending us? Maven. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. 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 Was watching SmackDown last night while I was playing Mortal Kombat and watching hockey. How the fuck do you do this? You listen for the cues. So, like, you hear the announcer getting excited, you look at the hockey game. You hear the crowd getting excited, you watch the wrestling show. Otherwise, you play Mortal Kombat. Oh, that makes sense. And you can kind of pay attention to wrestling while you're watching Mortal Kombat. I have no idea who won any of the matches. Okay. Because it was like, okay, I just need to pay attention to the talking parts. Okay. So, at one point, I, I've got Ronda Rousey, or I've got uh, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch are in the ring, and I'm playing as Sonya in Mortal Kombat. Oh, how who funny. Is, who is portrayed by Ronda Rousey. So, That's it's like, funny. hey, there's all, all of the WrestleMania main event across two yeah. screens there. There you go. Yeah. So uh, I, I've I've already uh, been through Mortal Kombat story mode. It's done. Beat really, it. you have beat it. Yep. Was it cool? It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Was it worth it? It was better than the last one. So now can you play online like PvP? Yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. It is, but I don't. No. <laughs> I'm I'm good against the computer. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> I, I've been good against the computer in Mortal Kombat ever since well, Mortal Kombat Two came out. This is a two-player <laughs> game, right? It is. Maybe we can play together because like sure. I, I can get into that kind of. Game. I'm not gonna be as good as you. Like you're gonna win. We still need to get fighter sticks so we could play uh, like Street Fighter because we got yeah. that Street Fighter anniversary too. Um, yeah, I Capcom's actually releasing a uh, a two player fighter stick that just plugs directly into your TV. In and your TV, huh? Like USB or uh, HDMI. Oh, and it's got uh, like. Uh, Street Fighter on it and some other games. I think I was complaining about this last week, wasn't I? The hyper fighting thing and <laughs> how I wish it was a different Street Fighter game that was on there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I complained about this last week. Yeah, you might have. But uh, yeah, no, I, I got Mortal Kombat yesterday morning and uh, beat it by the time I came to bed yesterday. Well, that's, I mean... And if I didn't and I still wanted to see the story mode, somebody had already uploaded the entire story mode 
Really? By the time I went on YouTube when I came to bed. Wow. Yeah. So it's you like you guys are nuts with your Mortal Kombat. It's like, man, I, I gotta save myself some gameplay and some frustration with that last boss, <laughs> <laughs> and and just watch this uh, four-hour video of the of the uh, story mode. Oh, look at those braids! Look at those braids! I, I was typing uh, "Living Brain Dead" earlier. Uh huh. And re and mistyped. I, I missed the N, so it was "Living Braid Dead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> I I figure Laura would enjoy that story. Yeah. Anyway. Um but yeah, no, I, I uh well I called GameStop on Monday because mm -hmm. they were like, Oh, we're gonna do a you know, we're gonna do an early release on Monday. Like, okay, cool, Karina's not home, uh, give me something to do. Yeah. But hockey's on. And uh, so I called. I figured it would be like a midnight release, right? So I was just like, all right, cool. I can Uber down to GameStop and back. Like, that's not a problem. Um, so I call, and I'm like, what's up with this early release? And they said, well, you got to get here at 6 p.m. I go, okay, cool. And then uh, you're going to get a ticket so that you could get in line at, at uh, 9 p.m., and we're going to draw who gets to go first. And I'm like, having concert ticket flashbacks. Yeah. I've, I've told you that story. Yeah, you have. Um, so I'm having concert ticket flat, and I'm like, and like, yeah, you know, and he's just going on and on about what they're doing. Like, it's going to be this little gathering, and we're going to have some prizes to give away and stuff like that. And I'm like, They better know. have some prizes, make you wait around for three fucking hours. I'm like, yeah, no, that's too, I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not. I'm not going there at six. And well, you didn't have to stay for the three hours. You get your ticket and then you come back at nine and get in line. But I, it's like I'm not going to go to GameStop, come all the way back home, then go back to GameStop and hope I get a for an early place in line so I can, yeah so I can get something extra with my video game. <laughs> like it would yeah the like one of the items was a lunchbox. And I guess they were only giving away, like, five per store. Oh, wow. And it was a nice lunchbox, but it's like, what the fuck do I need a lunchbox for? I work yeah. at home. Yeah. <laughs> Just another place to put shit. Just, like, where the fuck would I even put this? Like, like the bust of Scorpion that came with, like, the $300, you know, collector's edition. Like, what, what the fuck was I going to do with that if I got that? Yeah, you don't have any shelf space for that. And everybody's complaining about it, right? Because they thought it was a scorpion mask. No, it's a bust of scorpion. That's what they advertised it as. That's what it fucking is. <laughs> so How I'm, big is it? I don't even know. But I, it was... I uh, mean, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cooler than a mask. Yeah. But it's like, I... There was nothing in the $300 edition that I was like, oh, I need to get that. Yeah. For me, it was like, okay, I need to, like, you guys convinced me to get the $100 one, and that's bad enough. And I, I'm like, what do I even get with this $100, right? And yeah. It's like, it's like you get early access to the DLC, like, by a week. And the DLC is all just added characters. So it's like, okay, I, I paid an extra... 40 bucks for like six extra characters and I get to play as them a week early. Cool. Mm. <laughs> as opposed to like when I bought Mortal Kombat 10 and I didn't get that and I didn't buy any of the downloadable characters and then I just waited like three or four years and saw Mortal Kombat 
XL for, you know, <laughs> 10 bucks, and I'm like, ooh, let me buy that, because it's got all the downloadable shit. Yep, yep, yep. I, uh, I wasn't really allowed to have video games growing mm. up, so, um, and I'm glad that I wasn't, because then I read, and I doodled, and I did music, and, you know, like, the few video games that I played were on my computer, and they were, like, educational, you know, um, but uh, my mom didn't like some of the neighborhood kids who pretty much were rotting their brains in front of their televisions. And she was just like, yep, that's not going to be my kids. No video games, you know. Um, but uh, me and Allison were 10 months apart. So we, like, had live-in best friends. So not having video games was kind of not a big deal. We sat around and caused trouble <laughs> in other ways. And, uh, you know, I... I don't mind, except, like, when people are all sitting around, especially, like, in college, everyone had N64s. <laughs> everyone. Every fucking house that I would hang out at had an N64, and everyone would always play 007 and Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. Uh -huh. Well, I suck at all of these because I didn't grow up playing them. So we used to hang out uh, on Grand Island with some folks, uh, with some friends of ours who had, like, Mario Kart and like Killer Instinct, so we were always playing like Mario Kart and Killer Instinct. I still suck at Killer Instinct. I don't even know what it is. It's a fighting game. Okay. And I think I suck at it because I'm so used to like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. I can't figure the I can't figure Killer Instinct out oh, to save my life. Oh, different button combos. So, um, like, but for me, my N64 was, uh, you know, our N64 game of choice amongst my friends was. Of course, WWF No Mercy, the greatest pro wrestling game ever. <laughs> and of course, Conker's Bad Fur Day, which is still to this day one of my favorite games of all time. What I know that I've seen that, and I know that I appreciated it, but I can't remember what it was. So now you you uh, you're familiar with like Mario sixty four? Yes. Okay, so picture Mario sixty four, except instead of Mario, it's a drunken squirrel. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. Okay. You like the second film, but you're showing a, a gif from the first film. Okay, cool. <laughs> Laura's tweeting us with pictures of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, <clears throat> the movie. Yes. I almost just fell out of my chair. <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was, but I'm pretty sure I caught a reference to Mortal Kombat, the movie, in, the, in Mortal Kombat 11. I'm pretty sure there was one in Mortal Kombat 10, too, or Mortal Kombat 9, one of the two, where Johnny Cage fights Goro, and he's like, you still owe me some sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> what are these um, raffle tickets from, do you think? Um, you know, I should know. What they, <laughs> uh, they were from... Jeez, what did I pull out of my pocket the other day? What show was that from? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I reached into my pocket and it's like, hey, look, I have stuff from this show that hmm. was like two years ago. Well, throw this in the trash. <laughs> and throw these in the trash. This is the gross jelly beans. Throw those in the trash. We're just doing some housekeeping is all. I mean, I've been you, sleeping all day, so I didn't get anything done. You gave me these jelly beans, so you didn't Did you eat throw them. away the jelly bean container? <sighs> That's a good container. <laughs> you just handed me a thing and said, throw this away. This like, is a good container. <laughs> it's a Christmas container for frosting. 
You hand me the thing and said, throw this away. I threw it away. Well, um... <laughs> so, I feel better now. But you know what? Your Easter candy is in front of me. Can we move the fucking Easter candy? <laughs> I'm back on my diet. Which is why I ate, like, three bags of dipped pretzels and, <laughs> um, you know... We, I, I went to go do some laundry, and there was this uh, Cool Whip container sitting right outside the door. Oh. And, and uh, like, and, and that's how my landlady and I communicate, is we leave shit outside each other's doors. Yeah. So, like, we'll leave cookies with their mail and shit like that, or, yeah. like, you know, dog biscuits or whatever. And, yeah. And, like, so I open the door, and there's this Cool Whip container. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So I open it up, and it's full of, like, chocolate, and I'm like, ooh. Good chocolate. And you weren't home, and I'm like, ooh, look what we got. Yeah. And so I uh, I finally dipped into it last night. Yeah, there's some chocolate-covered Oreos. There's some, yeah. some off-brand. Well, I mean, not off-brand, but, like, some fancy peanut butter cups. Yeah. They're not Reese's. They're, like, fancy chocolate peanut so butter cups. I had one of the peanut butter cups, and then I, I grabbed what I didn't know at the time was one of the chocolate-dipped Oreos, mm -hmm. and I bit into it, and I'm like, oh, shit. <clears throat> Like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are white chocolate dipped, too, I think. Really? I think so. Ooh. Yeah. I know. I was uh, telling you before we went on the air, my best friend wants some cookies. Well, I, I told him he could have some cookies, and he told me what uh, what kind of cookies he likes. Yes. And what was that list that he likes? Uh, white chocolate, uh, sugar cookies. Mm-hmm. And the, the Mexican wedding cake cookies. Okay. Oh. okay. So, like, white chocolate dipped or, like, white chocolate chip? I, I think white chocolate chip. Okay. I, I don't... All right, when are we seeing him? I don't know. I, I'm not going to make them ahead of time <laughs> I, and have them... No. This is the best thing about having a best friend is you don't have to see him all the time. I know. <laughs> you know, but, but you know he's got your back if you need him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh, and vice versa, of course. Right. You know, we haven't seen each other in forever, and it's just like, we should hang out soon. We should hang out soon. We should hang out soon. You guys should... actually really should and, hang out and soon. And we just never get around to it, because he's always working, or I'm always working, or whatever. And Well. I've invited, I, I told him he should come out May 4th. That would be cool. I think the, the uh, you know, how. Where does he live? Uh, he lives in Cheektowaga. Oh, so it's closer here. It is closer here. Uh, I think the biggest problem is like his his girlfriend's like photosensitivity. Right, right. So She's think, in the same club as me. Yeah, so I think that might be an issue. I was gonna talk to Chuck about that. Right. I haven't gotten a chance. I That's yeah. I I doubt they'd make it out anyway. because yeah. you know it's hard it's hard to get them out of the house. Just like it's hard to get me out of the house. Right. <laughs> Sometimes unless like I'm stuck in the house. If I'm stuck in the house, like because of snow or whatever, like. <laughs> then I'm like, I need to go out. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like, yeah. Get stir crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, if I'm if I'm forced to be home, I'm like, I need to go out. Yeah. But if I'm, like, just home because I'm home, like, cool, I'm home. I don't need to go. I don't need to do nothing. Yeah. It took, like, it took you a while to convince me to come out and see Coffin Hook the other day. And I love Coffin Hook. I know. I'm so glad that you got there, like, perfect timing. They were just setting up when you got there. Yeah, for like the first 20 minutes I was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, the band you were before saying, them had yeah. a lot of gear. Right. Um, they were really good. It was kind of funny, though, because it was like a lot of gear for that tiny stage. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's, so, a, that's a small stage. Yeah, there too. um, and like it wasn't anything that was like way over the top or anything. Like they used everything. It was all, you know, some people have gear just to have gear. This was like all actually in use. You know, like they had a rack with keys and like some other shit. I don't understand what any of it does, but they made cool noises. And uh, I don't know. It was it was a really fun show. It was a really great crowd. And I couldn't even see half of Coffin Hook from where we were standing. <laughs> I know. I had a really good spot for my cookies, though. Yeah. Yeah. You sold some. I sold quite a few. Yeah, you sold some at. Uh... Did you sell them at Homecoming? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. did I, di I didn't sell very many, though, because, I mean, there weren't that many people there. Right, right, um, right, right. Okay. But, uh... It's yeah. a good show, though. Yeah, guys, it was you, really fun. You guys missed out. It was fun. It was really fun. We, we got to we got to dress all nice. And... There's, um, I think I posted the video of when Cardboard Homestead was playing all and everybody was playing around, with yeah. the balloons. It was just, it was just a good time. And like, uh, you know, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, and we got to find out like which of our friends don't know how to tie ties. <laughs> Hi, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't listening. <laughs> he's playing this. Uh, is this what he's doing? Yeah, he's the, doing the acoustic the barbecue. Acoustic barbecue tomorrow, yeah. days ago. Uh, Don Roth, Donnie O, Alvy, days ago, and more to be announced tomorrow at Stamps. I uh, haven't made it to an acoustic barbecue yet. They've been doing them for a while. Me neither. It's going to be nice tomorrow. It's going to be like 50 to 64 degrees tomorrow. Oh, wow. That'll be really nice. Uh, it's going to be nice. It was nice uh, the other day when I had to leave the house for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. When I went to go buy Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was really, it was gorgeous out. And yeah. then, you, then when you got home, I like paused the game and I opened the door and came outside and, you know, in just a t-shirt and your your mom's out there. And I was like, holy shit, it's nice out. Like Yeah. Well, it's been raining a lot, hit and miss, too, though. Like, and, then, and then today, it's, like, cold. It's, like, 40-something. Yeah. And tomorrow's going to be up to 60-something. So, yeah. Yeah, so this is how you get sick, people. You live Wear in a Buffalo? hoodie. Wear a hoodie. 57 is going to... Oh, no, that's an Albion for the 57 degree. 54 on Friday here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it doesn't give me the weather for Saturday on the on the bronze show. Oh. <laughs> Probably because the bronze doesn't give you a location. Mm, you're probably right, yeah. Uh, that's going to be a nice show. The Burkharts, Sus, Rick Vallone, and Hayden Gilbert and the Ruckus at the bronze. Cool. If you don't know where that is, ask somebody ask who knows. Ask a punk, yeah. yeah. Ask a punk, right. <laughs> Except for me, because I don't know. You're not a punk. You have a Metallica sleeve tattoo. Meanwhile, TJ just liked the, the picture of you in the Macho Man shirt. <laughs> 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 yeah anyway oh <laughs> laura just sent us a happy holidays card yeah it matches your uh bowl that you didn't want me to throw out there yeah <laughs> when you said bowl i'm like what are you talking about with my pipe <laughs> but you were talking about this bowl that the frosting goes in yeah it was holding jelly beans what in the hell is a bun b and how did it shoot an armed intruder during a home invasion of course it's a rapper. <laughs> wow. We were uh, we were talking to my kid about rapping the about rap. The oh other my day. god, this was the greatest conversation ever. My kid's all about that hip hop now. Like she, she's, uh, she likes she's, the R and B more. She's into Nicki Minaj now. 
And she's like, oh, she's the queen of rap. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Have you ever heard Queen Latifah? <laughs> no, she has No, hadn't. she has So we were talking, we're gonna like about putting a playlist together. This would be really fun to do. Like a history of rap playlist kind of deal. So it's like, okay. Yeah. You wanna listen to this stuff, fine, but you're gonna know what the good stuff that came before it was. Right. <laughs> you know, like So if there's some old school hip hop that you think we should make sure to put on a fourteen year old's hip hop playlist um put it on the thing so joe page just yeah, shoot us a comment uh it's just gonna be all wu-tang we, clan we had to um well not we this was all joe joe had to explain why tupac isn't dead that's true uh no i'm just gonna make this play it's gonna be just like wu-tang's greatest hits right uh you know because wu-tang is for the children yeah she didn't know who run dmc was guys no like i have this run dmc t-shirt and it's way too small for me so I'm like, oh shit, I'll get it up. You don't know who they are. <laughs> Never mind. We're gonna fix that. We're, we're gonna make sure she knows, like the, you know, like if you want to listen to this stuff, it's fine. I'm not gonna tell my kid like what she can and can't like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But you know, I if you're going to listen to this stuff, I'd like you to hear what came before it. Yeah. So you can see where this person got this from, you know, like, because I never had that. Right. Well, with any kind of music, really, with whether you're listening to metal or punk or pop or, you know, hip hop or whatever you're listening to. See, I never had. I had to go back and, like, listen to all this stuff for you had myself. To search for it. And that's why. And that's probably why I don't like Led Zeppelin is because, like, I heard Metallica before I heard Led Zeppelin. Like, OK, yeah, these guys kind of suck. <laughs> 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 of course, I love Pink Floyd, so. But yeah. that's, you know, different genres, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. But, yeah, it, it's, it's um, yeah, we're going to do a, a history of hip-hop playlist. Hip it's going to be pretty cool. Leave us suggestions. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the first thing that should be on the list is Rapture by Blondie. Yeah. Because that was, like, the first, like, real mainstream foray for rap into, you know, into the public conscience. As long as she doesn't like blood on the dance floor. <laughs> I don't think she knows who blood on the dance floor are. So blood on the dance floor just got kicked off of Spotify. Did they really? They did. I actually, uh, Jasmine, who just uh, left us that comment, she, uh, she shared that post today. And I, I was like, she's like, I can't believe I used to li like this band. And I'm like, you know what? I feel your pain because like my cat is, kind of named after like he got his name because of a lost prophet song so i, oh, I feel right. your pain and like so like obviously you know the, the dude from blood on the dance floor is like you know a, an accused uh i don't know rapist pedophile some some shit like that right yeah um i guess he's he has allegedly assaulted sexually assaulted some right. underagers so repetitively like, so like that's bad that that is very bad, right? But then you've got the dude from Lost Prophets who, That's... like, you know, hooked up with mothers because he wanted to hook up with their babies. Like yeah. that's some fucked up shit. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between fourteen and fourteen months. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, either way Not is that still either are okay. either way is still bad. But you know, like, but uh, honestly, a fourteen year old does have a chance to defend themselves. Right. Whereas an infant or a toddler, they they don't. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Good for Spotify for taking that yeah. shit off the off. 
Uh, tried to invite Jasmine and a friend when they were 15 onto his tour bus after a show. Ew. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and, 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 I mean, and you, you, if anybody's like a long time listener to the show, they know we don't stand for that shit. No. Like, what the fuck was the cute is what we aim for dude who's like, there's no such thing as rape culture. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> Sounds like you're defending rape culture to me. Yeah. 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 I so like we uh a week after that whole thing happened, they were uh scheduled for music as art. And like Lost Elysium was on the same stage as them and and Brian was still in the band at the time and I was uh you know, I was helping out with them and I was going to be also uh doing a thing with uh transgender Jesus. Oh, cool. Um, but uh, it ended up raining. So the last band that got to play was Lost Elysium. Huh. So so cute is what we aim for didn't get to play, and, and Transgender Jesus didn't get to play, and I'm just standing out there in a fucking poncho. Like, <laughs> it's a good thing that my, that you know, this is my wardrobe for Transgender Jesus is this poncho. Yeah, wow. <laughs> like, this makes it, it makes it, uh, it, it's nice and convenient because it's raining now, it's pouring. Yeah. I gotta wait for Brian to bring the car around, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first day I ever ate Lloyd's. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it any good? Uh, no, no. No better I, than the second time? Uh, Brian and I did not like it. Neither no. neither one of us liked it. And uh, I, I think I would have liked it more had I realized how much fucking rice was going to be in this uh, taco the second time. Mm. This burrito. I, I don't. I, I, I don't like rice so much, and I know that I have told you why. And I guess I will tell everybody why. <laughs> um, so I make no secret of the fact that I have struggled with some mental health issues. And when I was away at school, I was hospitalized for my mental health issues. Um, this was a good 10, 11, 12 years ago. Um and I was vegetarian at the time, so I was on a vegetarian hospital diet. I don't know if any of you guys have ever had to have a vegetarian hospital diet. It's like nothing. Like, okay. So I was sitting with the orderlies or whatever, you know, you, t you call them the nurses, whatever. They didn't take care of me. They, they just sat there and, like, watched you and made you feel like you were crazier than you were. Mm -hmm. Um but they were sitting with me and they're like, you know, you're not you're not crazy like these people. Like you don't really belong here. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like yeah. <laughs> and we somehow got talking about rice. And we got talking about Chinese food and talking about how gross it was and how it looked like maggots. I am hungry as fuck. They're not feeding me jack shit in this place. What does my vegetarian hospital lunch come out to be? A huge plate of rice with a side of broccoli. <laughs> After these orderlies were just talking about, to a crazy person, about how rice looks like maggots. I couldn't eat. I fucking picked around the rice and ate the broccoli. And that was all I ate that day. It was fucking bullshit. And I'm just like, 10 years later, I'm just now getting to the point where I can eat rice in certain dishes with certain things. But a burrito? No. <laughs> Don't you put rice in my Mexican food. Rice is great if you're really hungry and want to eat 2,000 of something. 
That's true. That's a Mitch Hedberg quote from Mitch Hedberg. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my story. But, um, you know, I, I know I, that a lot of people in this scene struggle with mental health issues, specifically I, anxiety and depression and stuff. You guys aren't alone. You guys know where to find me. I'm always here, and I've been through it, too. So, I just don't like rice because my mom, like, made it with, like, every meal. Kind of how um, your daughter doesn't really like macaroni. Exactly. She doesn't like macaroni and cheese. Which I is really hard for me. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I just don't like rice, but I'll, you know, it, it's not like, it's not even like a texture thing or a taste thing. It's just, I just got sick of it and I don't want it. It makes sense. So like what, it being in my burrito wasn't a huge deal. I just didn't know it was going to be in there until yeah. I started eating it. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. All right. I guess I'm eating rice now. Well, like it's also one of those textures that if you're not ready for it, it can be really gross. Sure. Um, so if you're biting into a burrito and you don't know that there's going to be rice in it, that, no, that's a, that's a big bag of nopes. All right. So this Friday night coming up at Mohawk Place, <laughs> uh, our, uh, this is a, this is a nice, uh, this is a nice mix of, uh, bands here. We've got Urn from Florida. They're symphonic, gothic, dark metal. That sounds cool. Uh, there's Winter Nights from Brooklyn who are melodic death metal, uh, Sertraline, who we're about to play, they're from Buffalo, and they are atmospheric post-black metal. Wow. Uh, Sons of Ghidorah, who are from Buffalo slash New York City, uh, who are doom slash stoner metal. I feel like Ballsy had something to do with this show. Probably. It is that Mohawk place. <laughs> uh, and Goblin Hovel, who are Buffalo acoustic folk metal. Which is just so neat. And and they they made it into the awards categories because like that they, they were nominated for one of the awards. I think it was folk. It might have been metal. I don't know. But I just remember like me, Scott, and Ryan all sitting around like, you know, because we're trying to narrow everything down to ten ten uh, bands, and we're listening to everything just to kind of get an idea of what we're voting on. And Goblin Hovel comes up right. <laughs> And just this nice little folk medley, or melody, rather, and, uh, you know, then these, like, growling vocals, like, <laughs> this shit is awesome. We were like, yes, that was a unanimous yes to yeah. go, and I voted for them every single day, so they must have been the, the folk category, but I yeah. voted for them every single day in the awards. Uh, but uh, we're going to play a song from Sertraline today, uh, and this is called Azalea. Because it's, you know, their shortest song that looks like it would be an actual song. <laughs> uh, and here it is on All WNY, Think So Joe Show.
Sertraline. <laughs> Maybe. On old WNY. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Sertraline. That's what I get out of it. I mean, if it's wrong, they can... I'm sure they'll listen and they'll tell us. I hope so. I hope so, too, because that's how I learned how to pronounce archers. <laughs> With their R-E-S at the end of their name. <laughs> right, right. Like, I don't know how to say this, and then, like, I just get this message from uh, from their singer, like... Yeah, no, you you said it right, dude. Like, cool, <laughs> awesome. We got some pictures of Flitzer. We got, we got birdie pictures. What a handsome guy, sitting on the fan there. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Did I just close the page? With <laughs> Did you? Oh, because I, I opened up the profile, the person that uh, won, and we don't know them, so we yeah, have to, we don't know them. This is interesting. One of us is gonna have to message them. I'll, I'll do like, it. Be like, hey, uh, you won these tickets, you know, yeah. for for the Glam Vamps uh, yeah. show on, uh, what is that, Saturday? Saturday the 27th. The 27th, yes, this Saturday. So Carolyn, so Carolyn Greenwald, maybe? Um, Greenwald. Greenwald. She has Greenwald. no vowels in her yeah. last name. Um, I'll be hitting you up and uh, letting you know that you won tickets. Um so we have another poll that's going to go live very soon if it hasn't already. It is up now, as it is a matter up now. of fact. And we want to know. We want to know, can you remain friends with an ex? The winner will get a cookie grab bag, courtesy of Karina's Cookies. Um, what do you think, Joe? <laughs> yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely cases where they aren't worthy of your time and friendship. You've, you've met some of my exes that I'm friends with still. So. Yeah, and um, we are going to be talking to one of my exes that I'm still friends with. I, I actually consider him family. I actually had to, you're, you're telling me this morning, like, you, oh, make sure the phone system thing works. Yeah. Because like, we're not set up to take phone calls, but we are set up to make phone calls. At least we were. And then I'm like, all right, can I still do this? <laughs> and it turns out that because I haven't used it, I didn't use it for like 180 days. Skype like canceled my, uh, you know, subscription. Seriously? Yeah. Um, so, and also like they held on to like $8 in credit I still had. Really? So like, okay, cool. Uh, and, you know, you just have to reactivate to get the credit. So we have like $8 in credit and the phone calls cost like two cents a minute. So, oh, I, I I think by my math, that works out to like 400 and something minutes. So we'll be good. So I, I think we'll be OK. Yeah, it won't be like when I was interviewing the mighty, uh, the uh, the ugly ducklings and uh, had to like call them back because my Skype ran out. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, that was a fun interview. Those guys are awesome. I, I really wish Empire State Wrestling would bring them here. But <laughs> yeah. Nope, that's a plane. I thought somebody was vacuuming. <laughs> I started hearing things in my headphones like. What is that noise like? So do we want to make this call or do we want to wait to make this call? We can make this call. Okay, here's the phone number. I'm not going to say Matt's phone number on. It's seven. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Calls call. Turn this thing up here and we got to dial. Oh, my gosh. Me and Allison and our friend um, Sean Tober used to, every time she was in town... Every time the three of us would get together, we would call Matt and we would prank him and we would just leave him like completely outlandish 
um, voicemails because he he knew not to answer it. At, can you pull that back? Oh up? yeah, <laughs> he knew not to answer it at some point. You know, he learned. Um, we also used to always prank Judah Nero. Oh. <laughs> Point point zero two three cents per minute. So er, it, it's it's two point three cents per minute. Anyway, let's uh, let's call and you can right. uh, you can greet him when he answers. <laughs> All right. Can it? That's awful. That's awful. That's what happens when Skype dials. I didn't know. He ain't gonna answer. I told him it wasn't going to be it. Hello? Hello? Matt? Rita. What's going on, dude? Yeah, you know, living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So who do, you got, who do you have there with you? So we have the entire band except for our drummer Jake is here. So I got Sam LeBron, guitar player, Chris Shunk, vocalist, and Sean Gomez, bass player. Hey, guys. Uh, I have Joe oh, here. He um, he's in charge. He thinks. <laughs> oh no no! You handle this one. This is no, all you. Only You've... because you know me is the only reason I'm in charge, and I'm the one who actually picked up the phone. So. <laughs> well, I mean, it's your phone, I so to, I try to limit myself from the responsibilities of this band as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> well, how is it going? You guys have played a few shows so far, haven't you? Yeah, um, how many shows is there? Four, four shows now. Yeah. Um, we, uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of like uncanny the way things have turned out for us. But um, you know, we started dealing with some of the local promoters and basically friends like um, Corey Coleman, who we've known for years and stuff like that through the scenes, and he's booked their shows before and whatever else. Yeah. Kind of like us out and was like hey you guys want to play a show and we you know i didn't really think we even had our shit together to like really <laughs> even get this point so he kind of like thrust us into uh actually playing these things that's awesome that's awesome so yeah, I mean, so Corey, i know he books up here in south buffalo at casa di francesco sometimes have you guys played uh at, at that venue yet yeah, we played there uh, twice, twice, twice now. now. Um, the second, yeah, the the first time we played there was actually our very first show we played there. No shit. And then the second time we played there, we actually opened up for uh, Greyhaven was by like whatever like like almost fanboy moment because they <laughs> they're uh, a band out of Kentucky and like we it was probably honestly I think consensually out of everybody in this band. Probably like the the number one album of last year was their album. Like all of us jammed their album pretty hard last year. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool to like see them up close and like shoot the shit with them and talk shop and whatever else. And um, no, it was a good experience all around. So Sweet. yeah, we appreciated being on that show. And you guys are playing Rec Room Friday, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Another weird thing to happen, um, they asked us to play the show. We actually got sought out by After Dark, and uh, they were asking if we were interested in playing a show. We're like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then, lo and behold, they're like, oh, yeah, you guys are headlining the show. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys gotten to go to the venue yet? We literally had no idea that they put out the flyer and our name's like in big bold on the top. I'm like, are you sure you're talking to the right band? That's awesome. Four shows, I didn't think we were doing that well. 
<laughs> have you guys gotten to go to the rec room for any reason yet, or will this be your first time walking in the doors? Um, I've been there before. I went there for, what did we go there for, like, live band karaoke or something like that? Oh, before. okay. Uh, I, played, I played there for a benefit um, last year sometime. Right on. With, uh, with my other band, Prepare for the Mind Scan. Sweet. So, Sweet. Yeah, you guys all come from other bands, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we've, uh, I think collectively we probably could make like a 90 year old person who's been playing music forever like we've all been in bands for god only knows how many years we're you know all around the same age um jake our drummer who is mia right now he is like the youngest member of our band he's like 24 but like the rest of us are all in our 30s we've been around we've been through the scene back and forth and we've seen every side of it so right right so you guys uh aren't expecting surprises that uh you know a noob group would be you know not knowing the business end and what what's supposed to happen like you guys have an idea what uh what to expect from from the people you're working with oh for sure i think that's something that we kind of like are pretty really really good about as far as when it comes to the band just managing everything as a whole like the business aspect of it the music aspect of it and us just as friends to because we've been in the scene for so long and we've had so much experience, like it's kind of old hat to us. We, we kind of know what's coming, how to prepare for things, just kind of have a plan of attack since we kind of started doing this as far as how we wanted to get things done, how we kind of want to present ourselves and kind of like, you know, present the band. I think it's given us a big opportunity to being experienced with the business end and experience playing out. We've gotten to focus a lot more on writing music and enjoying our music yeah. and not having about trying to figure out how to do the business part or how to get ourselves out there because we're like, hey, we already know all these people. So. Yeah. And social media <laughs> makes it so easy for you to get your name out there. <laughs> we are super jaded over the years. We're like, all right, listen, don't trust anybody until you see <laughs> shit in writing. Right. Uh, you get guarantees up front. You know, yeah. But... No, it's cool though. It's it's definitely a uh, it's it's a really like I don't know. It's it's almost like you know going through the whole experience once and like all of us have been like in pretty successful bands. So like we've been there and done that kind of thing. But like now it's like we get to do things on our own terms. We pick yeah. the shows we want to take. You know, we have all decisions when it comes to everything. So it's like you know what? Who cares? We we don't feel any push towards like we have to do this we have to get this done in a certain time frame so we literally have just been like doing this for fun yeah actually somewhere and like i think that's one thing that a lot of people like the general consensus they realize like these guys aren't like we're like hell-bent on making it big or whatever we're literally just doing this just because we enjoy doing it you know i've seen videos of you guys playing and you look like you're having a good time when you're playing it really makes me uh <laughs> upset that <laughs> It makes me upset that I haven't gotten to catch you guys yet. Well, listen, if you guys want, I got a couple extra tickets I set aside. So if you guys are interested coming up Friday, I'll hook you guys up with some tickets. Aw, thank you, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys even having us on in the first place. Of so. course. So if you're just so tuning in, we're talking to Grizzly Run, who have a show at the rec room Friday night. What time does that start? Um, 6 p.m. for Doors. I think first band is uh, not too long after that. Okay, cool. 
Cool. So, and they're headlining. So that's going to be awesome. Um, and you guys just released a single, right? Was that this past week or was that the week before? Uh, just this last week, actually. Yeah. yeah. So it's only been about a week and a half that the, that the song's been out. Um, we're, we're just super excited to finally have something out there. We've been working really, really hard on the music aspect of this for a really, really long time, but we didn't want to put anything out until we felt 100% confident in it. Yeah. That it was an awesome representation of what we're trying to do. So, yeah, it's, it's been kind of a whirlwind. I mean, we started the band two and a half years ago, um, went through a slew of kind of different changes and members and things like that. And <clears throat> some of these songs, and especially even this song, Seance, that we released, it sounds totally different than where it kind of started uh, to kind of where it got to now. So, Cool. Cool. So, um you have uh, the one single. Do you guys have uh, plans to release an EP or a full length or anything? Nope. Um, is there anything nope. we can look forward to? No, we're a, we're a one and done kind of band. We don't like to repeat ourselves, so we're literally just going to release the single and then probably break up. So that's <laughs> All right, that's um that's what I would expect. <laughs> this is this is the pinnacle of what you'll hear out of Grizzly Road at Tulsa Outdoor Premiere. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole, Matt. <laughs> oh, no, Matt, we, by uh, the way, um, by, by the way, my mom says she loves you and she misses you, so you should uh, probably come over for a family dinner sometime soon. I definitely will. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen your mom here. So that'd be awesome. <laughs> but no, um, getting back to it, yeah, I mean, like, you know, obviously the single is just kind of like the first stepping stone for us. Um ever since we kind of started coming out and playing shows and like, you know, started spreading the word around, um, you know, people obviously are like, well, what do you guys sound like? What do you guys sound like? And pretty much the only Avenue they could have is coming out to see us live. Mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh yeah, it's cool and everything. But like, you know, because we are being super picky about when we're playing and taking our time with everything, it was like people were kind of chomping at the bit to actually hear what we sounded like instead of just kind of coming out and seeing us live every couple of months yeah. or whatever we play. Well, I mean, we are getting to the age, too, where, I mean, we're in our mid-30s now. Like, people have families. It's not quite so easy to just, like, oh, I'm going to go out Friday night, you know? Like, we have to really plan for this, a lot of us. Yeah, no, it's, it's exactly it. And then, like, you always find out last minute there's a show going on. You're like, well, shit, I had, like, six other things I was supposed to do tonight. Yeah. And, you know, whatever else. <laughs> family stuff, whatever. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely definitely tough this day and age. So, like, we, we try to... We try to... <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of family... Oh, Speaking of family, you guys said but, um, you, you guys said Sean Gomez is in your band. Yeah, Sean. Go I've I've had Sean's brother and girlfriend in my studio when I was doing the wrestling podcast. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> As soon as I heard him mention your name, I'm just like, wait a minute, I know that name. <laughs> so I'm like on Facebook, like, yeah, okay, I had his girlfriend on the wrestling show. 
That's Western New York for you. I feel like everybody fucking knows everybody. Right? I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like Cheers, but way more alcohol than Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you know Matt, you know what I was thinking about? Um Shit, I don't remember what the name of the band was that you were working on. It was when I was away at Full Sail, and I came home for, like, my two-week spring break or something like that. It had to be spring break because it was nice out. And you and Tony and I went to the college, and you were dressed like a stormtrooper. Do you remember this? Oh, God, that was the final distance. That was, okay. Yeah. So, actually, it's funny you mention that. So, oh, man. I was in another band with Tony Sitch and Sam. We were called Define the Distance. And that's kind that's of like right. how all of this really got started, kind of. I mean, like. That was 10 years ago. Now. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was forever ago. We're getting so, old. <laughs> because you were going to bring back Define the Distance. Well, yeah. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. So originally how this band started out was our collective friend, Nick Borges was like, you know, we, we always maintained a friendship over the years and he always used to talk about, it. he's like, Oh my God, I love that band to find the distance. He's like, I wish that band was still around today and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it, it sucks because Sam actually moved down to Florida for a little bit and he was down in Florida and, um, you know, he was talking about, it. he's like, Oh yeah. He goes, I actually was able to transfer my job and come back up here. And I'm like, dude, it's perfect. Nick was talking about getting this band together. So, like, Nick actually introduced myself with Chris. And he was like, hey, listen, Chris is a really good vocalist. And I know Define the Distance never really had, like, a solid vocalist. We had a couple of shows here and there with a couple of different guys. But, like, nothing ever really stuck. And the band kind of fell apart. But, um, you know, so we all started kind of getting together. And that's literally how Grizzly Run started off was, like, Sam moved back up from Florida. I had met Chris. We started jamming with Nick on drums and, like, you know, went through a couple of bass players until we found Sean, but like it actually worked out really, really well that way. And like Sam and I had always written very, very well together in the past. And as soon as he came back up here, it was like we were picking up right where we last left off and started writing like the same, you know, kind of style music and whatever else that we were writing 10 years ago. And it literally is like, this is like the second reiteration of that. But like, I feel like even better to a certain extent, you know? Yeah. Awesome really originally started kind of like getting together conceptualizing what the band was going to be. It was originally supposed to be that revamp of Define the Distance. And I think that when originally when Nick and myself were involved, we were like, oh, let's kind of upgrade this self. And then it kind of took on a little bit more of that additional influence. Because there was a lot of music that happened in the last 10 years that we all really liked. And when you incorporate that into something that you know, was originally good, and then you're like all this other better stuff. It just kind of transformed into its own thing, and that's when we kind of think decided to keep it from a rehashing and into a new thing. That was, I think, the end result is much, much more interesting to listen to. Excellent. Excellent. So we're gonna should we play some music now? Uh, if you okay. want to keep the interview going, you can. We can well, play music whenever you want to. We do. can play their music. We can play their music. Yeah. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna listen to Seance in a second. There we go. Okay. Go ahead. All right. You do it. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I guess they're gonna hold on and we'll be back with them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Here yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Grizzly Run Seance All WNY.
Right, we're back with uh, Grizzly Run. That was their song, Seance. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. was. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't, then uh, you got some. Ex- uh, you got to talk to your social media guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you posted the wrong song, dude. <laughs> well, that was Matt awesome. He's, 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 uh, he's taking himself away from... From, from, from I'm going off the grid. I've, I've uh, slowly removed myself from any and all social media. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, if it wasn't for the cookies and the concerts. <laughs> stop really honestly caring what everybody else is doing in the world. So. <laughs> yeah. I just. My, there's that magic unfollow button and that magic block button that I've been using a lot lately. <laughs> there's also this magic just don't go on anymore button that works yeah really well for me. with with the podcast and with the cookies like i i need the social media myself um it's you know cheap promotion free promotion no oh well, yeah it's necessary I mean, in we certain can't. Aspects, yeah i mean to be honest in certain aspects it really is um you know it really is a great tool for a lot of things and like I really do appreciate as far as like technology's gotten and how um, news and material can get to people so fast. I mean, like how easy is it a band nowadays? Like, you, you know, we're talking about like, you know, all of us have been around the music scene for years and years and years. And like, you remember you used to have to like go to your local disc jockey, like going to disc jockey, (laughs) pick up a fucking CD. You've been like waiting for months for now. It's like, Oh, here, Here's our new song. We took it five seconds and put it on YouTube, and now everybody yeah. in the world can hear it. Come like, on, it's guys. just absurd. We need to go to the mall and hand out flyers from our <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, so we're going to start a street team. And <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know this guy, Mad flyers. Dog, that could help you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, if you think about how much effort, time and effort got put into bands before, like, social media was around of, like, actually just pounding the pavement and like constantly handing out flyers, yeah. lip service, word of mouth, trying to get the name out there. Nowadays, it's like a few clicks of a button and you're done. Yeah. And you don't even have to talk to anybody or ever leave your fucking house. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I guess it works, you know, it's, it's, it's what sells right now. But so. at the same time, you, you gotta always recognize that nothing is going to be going to a similar genre show and handing out a couple flyers and just talking to people that, you know, go to shows and telling them about, you know, your show. Like nothing nothing beats that grassroots person to person marketing. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And whether it's like even going to similar um similar genre shows like you were saying, or just like even shows in general, just going to concerts, just just literally just social networking in real time. Like just talking to people on the street or just anybody and you're yeah. like, Oh, what do you do? I'm in video oh, what kind of band do you once you just start that conversation and like once you start getting getting people interested in it, I mean it's it's enough. It's more than enough to generate a buzz about things if you tell enough people and you tell the right people or yeah. willing to spread it around, you know. Yeah, shit. Even if you're like at the doctor's office and then the nurse is like taking your blood pressure, like, oh, what do you do for work? Oh, fuck work, I'm in a band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Actually, that brings me up and reminds me of a funny story. So my mom used to be a lab technician yeah. and would draw blood clots for her job. And she's like, oh, I always have this really nice older gentleman who comes in and always talks about his son being in a band. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. She goes, 
Yeah, she said his, his son's name Frank, and he's in a pretty successful hard rock band or something. I'm like, oh, do you remember the name? She could never remember the name, never remember the name. And then one day she goes, oh, he brought me, uh, he brought me a guitar pick from his son. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Hands me the guitar pick, and what is on the other side? Snapcase. And I'm like, you got to uh, be fucking <laughs> kidding. <laughs> my, my mom was, like, drawing Frank from Snapcase's dad's blood on, like, a monthly basis. And she's like, yeah, like, shit like that. It's like, it's just ridiculous how we're all interconnected. That Buffalo's way. so crazy. small. <laughs> I, I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So... As far as the bands that you guys came from, I was telling you, Matt, I I was at my mother's house and I found my displaced CD. <laughs> <laughs> and I listened to yeah, it. Yeah, you're getting a lot of laughs from the <laughs> that. They, uh, they tend to razz me about being in that band. We're oh, come on. And fingerless glove <laughs> oh, my God. He used to come over and, like, I would have to like get makeup tips from Matt when he was putting his guy liner on. It's the Maybelline waterproof. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Works out really well. <laughs> so no, that was oh my god. You know, like I still obviously no regrets of being in that band. I love being in that band, but like it was such a good know, time. Ridiculous how much like times and musical change that way. Like that yeah. was the big thing. You yeah. Know? But you know what? I will credit Displaced as much as Sixpin with starting my career. And, <laughs> you know, I, I will never forget what's his name? Jesse that, um, tried to take something out of my hand and called me baby cakes when I was carrying <laughs> like merch and like, Moments earlier, I was carrying Tori's amp head, and, like, that thing had to be 50, 60 pounds, you know, oh, and, yeah. and he's calling me Baby Kate, can you handle the merch, and everything like that. <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember that. That was a big thing on MySpace for a minute. <laughs> I do not remember that, but that's great. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you, I'm pretty sure you, you had to hold me back. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't just let you go after <laughs> He was a friend of the band. <laughs> so I don't know. Um the bands that you guys like came from that led to you being here. Um what are all of those people up to? Do you still talk to them? Do you guys, you know, keep track of everybody else's careers? Well, Nick, I mean, I used to play with Nick Borgers, and we kind of talked about Nick. Nick played with us for, on drums for a little while. I was in a ton of bands with Nick. Um, we're still in really good contact with him as far as what's going on, and he was running a studio for a long time also. Um, I was in Tomorrow's Broken with Nick and Kill One to Warn 100. So he's still a mutual friend of all of ours. Uh, me and Matt had mentioned Tony from um, – Yeah. From, um, uh, played with him and to find the distance we still talk to tony a lot he's coming out to the show on friday oh good and bought a shirt and stuff so that's you know there's definitely like you make you know a lot of lifelong friends for yeah a lot of these so well you got my last thing constructing the titan henry is back with mckay after constructing the titan split so you got him matt is playing guitar now not matt gettles obviously <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are um, 
Matt Huntington is now an Ashes, a um, bunch of those guys. And then I know our original bass player, Andy, I still speak with him occasionally. He's in another band, I want to say Depleted. Um, and then, yeah, the, the, the other guys, uh, John, our old drummer, he's just kind of not doing music at all anymore. Oh, bummer. It's good yeah. to hear well, that so well, many people are still doing stuff, though. Yeah, Kyle uh, Kyle and Andy, the guitar players from Mackay, we're still really good friends with them. Matt and I played with both of them in separate bands at, at different points. So it's kind of like we traded off people. I played uh-huh. with Andy in a band, and Matt played with Kyle in Displaced, and now it's all switched around, which is kind of <laughs> crazy and weird. So we're, that ironic yeah. we're all in our 30s still playing, you know, kind of the same music, just evolved a little bit. That's awesome. Every band and just never quit any of them. <laughs> Sam and I go back almost 20 years. Sam and I were, yeah. you, uh, Sam played guitar for a little while and drum once. Yeah, yeah once, I did. Uh, going back, what, 2001. 2001. So, yeah. Yeah, man. A long time ago. So, yeah, and a lot of those guys are still still doing music. Obviously, my brother was has been doing wrestling the last few years, but he had some, you know, cover bands and stuff that he would do and awesome. still play guitar. So, Awesome. So that's awesome. You can buy the equipment that we want. (laughs) Right, right. And we we sound a lot better. It's just a lot harder to get people to come watch you and listen to your music. Right. That's the that's that's the hard takeaway. Is like you know we sound a lot better and we're writing better stuff. Yeah. We we got everything that we ever wanted to play with as far as like equipment wise, but you know everybody's got kids, everybody's got families and stuff like that. Oh, it's way easier to promote music when you're a college student. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, dress up like a stormtrooper and go flyer the colleges again. Get those college students interested. You know, they're always putting out new Star Wars movies. Like, there's got to be something you can do, Maddie. <laughs> well, the Star Wars promotional day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, we, uh, we're we going to go and talk about some of the stuff going on this weekend and wrap it up with you guys here. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we're looking forward to Friday. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. I really appreciate you guys uh asking us to join the podcast today absolutely all right and you know make sure you come over for lasagna or something maddie <laughs> absolutely i <laughs> definitely will do all right you guys take care thank you so much all right thank you, thank you. Bye. bye so that was grizzly run you can catch them friday at the rec room with vertigo freeway so this is how it ends nuclear winter and makeshift graves uh, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Apparently, that's uh, that's short. That's pretty short for five bands. Yeah. Uh, and uh, doors are at six. Doors are at six, so that's really short for five. Yeah. The, um, yeah. So I, I'd imagine. And it says ten dollars advance. Yep, ten dollars advance. Uh, Sixteen and up with ID. Under sixteen with an adult. All right. Capitals are up one nothing against the Hurricanes right now. If anybody's wondering. No, nobody was wondering. I'm sure they were wondering. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only hockey fan in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what else? Where's my piece of paper? What Scott, else is going Scott's on? Scott's rooting weekend? for Scott's rooting for the Capitals, you know. So oh really? <laughs> so tomorrow, well, let's talk about tonight. Let's let's talk about tonight, shall we? Starting at eight o'clock. I can't believe I'm missing this, but I'm here. Buckethead is at Asbury Hall at Babeville. I didn't know about this either, so... I know, I know. I, it, it snuck up on me, and I saw one of my friends that lives in um, uh, New Hampshire just saw Buckethead, and I was like, no shit, Buckethead's on tour. I'll have to keep my eyes open. Yeah, um, didn't have time to get tickets. Um, didn't have time to make there's, arrangements for the podcast. There's this picture of me with a like a, a bucket uh, from like Duplo blocks on my head, and I'm like, <laughs> and the caption is, "Okay, which way to the Guns and Roses auditions?" <laughs> I like Buckethead. I, I uh, you know, he he uh, had some contributions to. Uh, actually, no, I think he didn't. I think uh, Axel kicked him out before he had any contributions <laughs> to Chinese democracy. But that's a. That's for Axel and Buckethead to know, and you know that's their business. Right, right. Uh, then tomorrow we have the acoustic barbecue, the Double Dawn edition. Don Roth and Donnie O with LV days ago and more to be announced. Yeah, and you know they're, you know it's Stamps, their that's family. That's, that's it's of course home. down at Stamps. It's home. It's I think it's free, and I think they do potluck style, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then Saturday at the bronze, we have, it's always sunny in Buffalo. I wish I wasn't so old. I would (laughs) want to go to these house shows that are coming up. You know, there seems to be such a great thing going on with the house show scene and I feel too old to be a part of it. (laughs) If this is something you're into, uh, there, a strange attire is encouraged there will be competitive drinking, and I don't know if there will be a rum ham, but there will be a keg, folks. Uh, you got to pay the troll toll. Uh, to- uh, you got to <laughs> pay the troll toll. Tho- I can't say it. Where is it? Right here. You got to pay the. You got to pay toll, the troll toll, though. If you want to drink on it, uh, five buckaroos, buds, uh, and flipping sweet bands that they'll have include the Burkharts, Sus, Rick Valone, Hayden Gilbert, and the Ruckus. This looks really, really fun. So if you guys are into this, um, ask a punk, you know, ask somebody in one of the bands that are playing, ask somebody that you've heard lives at the bronze and they'll let you know how to get there. Um, like everybody lives at the bronze, you know, (laughs) um, and then we have our sponsors Saturday, April 27th, the glam vamps do Hollywood at Milky's that doors are at eight show is at nine, I believe. Um, it's going to be a burlesque troupe doing impressions of Hollywood superstars from throughout the ages. Um, it's going to be classy. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be fun. There's going to be a DJ before and after the show. Um, they encourage, but do not force you to dress your best. Um, and everybody just have fun. And that's $5 at the door. And, of course, there's the Burial Harbor and Archers split EP release party in Albion. That's Friday night at 8 p.m. at the Shamrock Shays, uh, 56 North Main in Albion. Uh, and at Mohawk Place Friday night, uh, Urn 
from Florida, Winter Nights from Brooklyn, Cetraline from Buffalo, Sons of Ghidorah from Buffalo and New York City, and Goblin Hovel from Buffalo. That is uh, 10 bucks, 18 plus with ID at Mohawk Place, 8.30 Friday night. Nice. Of course, we just had Grizzly Run on the show. They're also playing Friday. They're at the Rec Room downtown Buffalo uh, with special guests Vertigo Freeway. So this is how it ends. Nuclear Winter and Makeshift Graves. Lots of good stuff going on this weekend, guys. No excuse to be bored. It's funny because I, I just saw in my, like, uh, on this day time hop stuff, like, a post where I'm just like, man, how come nobody ever has anything good going on on the weekends when I'm off and don't have my kid? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and now this is a weekend I'm off. I don't have my kid. Well, I'm off anyway, whenever I want to be. But right. uh, it's a weekend I don't have my kid. I got nothing else going on other than watching hockey. And, right. Uh, you know, the second round is starting, so don't got to worry about missing any eliminations or anything. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll have to get out of the house. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Grizzly Run maybe. just invited us. We so. did just get invited to the rec room for Friday night. So. <laughs> so that should be fun. And, you know, I really like the rec room. Um, we went there on the night that it opened to see face-to-face acoustic tour. Yeah. And it was really, really a great show, but they did not have their liquor license yet. This makes no difference to Joe and I because we don't really drink. I'll have a drink here and there. Joe doesn't even do that, really. Nope. Um, it It was kind of funny because it was a bunch of sober people at a punk show. But it was an acoustic punk show, so it was on the mild side. Well, uh, you know, and to, to be fair, there were other establishments serving drinks. Thank goodness. So, so people were able to drink and then come back after they have drank. Yeah, their in between drinks. sets, they would go and have drinks, or if they didn't like uh, what's the name, Austin Lucas, who I really, really liked, he opened up for Face to Face. Man, I might have to put his CD in when we're done. <laughs> It was good. Well, you know me. I'll be sitting here watching the Caps game. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, probably doing, uh, trying to do some work between periods. <laughs> <laughs> so that because, like, you know, there's that other game seven on tonight too. So, <laughs> who's playing that one? I, uh, you know, I don't even know off the top of my head because you didn't been, care as much. Uh, that and it's been just an incredible, like, it just m- unbelievable. You know, NHL season so far. Actually, is this the... No, this is the only game tonight. I, oh, really? I, I stand corrected. Huh. Hell just froze over. Yeah. Let's okay. play hockey on it. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so Kane's caps are on right now. Blue Jackets Bruins starts tomorrow, as do my Blues and the Saint and the uh, Dallas Stars. Oh, that should be good, I huh? My, got my Blues jersey right behind I know you me do. Here. It's falling a little. It is falling because I'm sitting on it. Yep. That's okay. I'll fix it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's what happens when I put clothes... Like hanging behind me, <laughs> yeah. knock them over. Anyway, you know, I cleaned out the closet and made sure there's hangers in the closet. I'm just throwing it out there that <laughs> there's room. I have oh, all the jerseys are clean though. Yes. They shouldn't smell anymore. Right. I haven't tested this. <laughs> They've been in the closet for like two weeks. So. Oh, I didn't. Well, except for these two. These, there's only two here. Yeah, there's only two here. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Was my Think So Joe Show jersey and my St. Louis Blues jersey. I want a Think So Joe Show jersey. Uh, That's really fun to say fast. It is, and it, and those uh, those are a little more expensive than the t-shirts. Did anybody ever tell, did either one of us ever tell Jasmine that she wanted a t-shirt yes, last week? Yes, I have her size, we just haven't seen her. <laughs> Do, you haven't told me what the size is to make the, to make sure we have the t-shirt. Or we to do, make I, I'm pretty sure we do have the t-shirt. Okay, I, well, yeah. well, we'll make sure. 
and we'll make sure <coughs> we'll make Jasmine. Uh, we're gonna have to see you soon. We will see her May fourth. <gasps> that's so much sooner than I realized. Like that's she, like a week and a half away. She, she's the merch girl for my band Yellow Sauce. <laughs> my band Yellow Sauce. How about that? Huh? Was that cool I, to say? That was that was fun. that was the first time I think I've ever actually said my band Yellow Sauce. <laughs> I, I don't even do anything in the band. I just the dangers. You of wear the dying. banana. Um, the dangers. Oh, it's not on. Hold on. The dangers of a dying earth had not stood in the way of our great yellow heroes. Great. Now nobody has to go to the show. <laughs> oh, no. They have to go to the show. Because <laughs> I'm doing more than just that. Yeah. Um, I was. You know what I'm going to do tonight? My nails. Ooh. 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 Why? For my ring. So what, my what hands ring? look pretty. What ring? For when you ask me the I've magic question. I, I've already established that that's not the question. Our well, Uber see, driver. After our, establishing that, it would be an even bigger surprise. Our Uber driver from homecoming asked us if we were married. No, not not if we married. How, How long, long have you been married? Yeah. married? How long we've been married, right. We were both kind of like, wait, we didn't do that, did we? <laughs> like, no, 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 we didn't do that. <laughs> we, there was like this awkward silence, like, I'm not going to tell her, you tell her. <laughs> <laughs> At the plant this Saturday in Olean, it's the Dreadnecks with Ooh. special guests, the Scarecrow Show. Oh my God, don't miss this if you're in the area, please. If you're in Olean, that's your plans for Saturday night. If you're in Albion, no, that's Friday night, the Albion Show with yeah. the Archers. So, you know, just if you have a car, this is a good weekend to get out and go to shows. Do it. I yeah, Dreadnecks are my boys. Fuck yeah. I, I'm I'm bummed cuz I also love the Scarecrow show. I'm bummed I, I can't go to this. But next Thursday and the, I'm playing Dreadnecks this week because we can't play them next week cuz we're p- playing all the May 4th bands. Right. So, next Thursday I'm gonna. I might have to kind of make myself available for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 8 p.m. to 11:30 p.m. at Buffalo Ironworks, 49 Illinois Street in Buffalo, right downtown, uh, right over around the corner from Key Bank Center. Okay. That's. Uh, I'm gonna go check out this Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band and the Dreadnecks. Like, Damn. That's the coolest thing that, ever. That should be amusing to say the least. That that's gonna be even cooler than when I saw them with Green Jello. Right. I saw this thing the other day, and it was like, oh, Beyonce released her album on this day and this year, and uh, you know, and, and it was the first visual album. Like, uh, did you guys forget the Serial Killer album from Green Jello? Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a video album, and <laughs> just got re-released on vinyl for Record Store Day without the video, of course. But <laughs> if only. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to find a song from the Dreadnecks because I haven't even picked which album I want to play a song from. Don't you have that number two? Isn't no, that the one number, you really like? Two. Yeah, but we've look how many plays it's gotten on my Google Play. Oh. <laughs> and more than any other song on this album. How about album. number 12? That's a fun uh, name. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, another one that I really love. Uh, we're going to close the night out with... A song from the Dreadnecks. Catch them Saturday in Olean, next Thursday in Buffalo. This song is called Human Parasite on all WNY Think So Joe Show. We'll see you next week.